This is the Yoga Off the Mat podcast, a space you can learn how to deepen your connection with yourself, to live a fulfilled, passionate, and authentic life using the lessons from the mat. I'm your guide, host, and teacher, Amber Hagberg, and I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so that you can embody the practice of yoga and live your yoga on and off the mat. You're listening to Yoga Off the Mat podcast with Amber Hackman, and today's episode is number 39. As I told you, we're going on a journey around the world with other leaders, teachers, and mentors to share with you perspectives into the lives of other entrepreneurs. And today I am so excited to have Gabby Metz here with me. She is a marketing strategist and one to help yoga teachers really stand out in their businesses and even heal their relationship with showing up online. But I'm going to let her introduce herself. Here she is. Hi, Amber. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, all right. So a brief introduction. I am a yoga teacher as well. And like you said, I have um, also, I've struggled with showing up on social media. I have struggled up with trying to build a business online, as I'm sure a lot of yoga teachers have had. And in the past for me, especially when the pandemic hit, it became incredibly difficult because I really am an introverted person. So for me to actually put pictures of my face on Instagram was a really big deal. So I was doing all the things and I did what I needed to do, but my Zoom classes were still empty and it was a very... um, it was a very trying time because I had to look at different ways of getting income and especially being a hot yoga teacher, <laughs> try get a hot yoga teacher to fill up a Zoom room. It's really difficult. And eventually as time went by, I started to get a lot more comfortable with Instagram and I started to learn ways that it wasn't so scary to actually show up and that I was actually serving my audience by coming on and just being myself in my stories and creating content that really just add value to their lives as an extension of what I was doing on the mat. And it turned everything around for me. So that is why I am here now. This is what I teach and this is what I'm passionate about. So thank you so much for having me. Mm, Yes. And I love that introduction too, because being a fellow yoga teacher, like you were in the struggle of what many of yoga teachers, including myself had to endure and embrace when the pandemic happened. And, you know, like we were talking before this, um, this podcast was even be recorded, the, the pivoting and shifting that we had to do. And I'm curious how your yoga practice played a role in you changing the way in which you showed up because yeah being a hot yoga teacher trying to teach yoga online it's such a different direction in which you went so like how did you embrace that change oh it's such a good question so the truth is is that one thing that I've learned through my practice and through a consistent practice um, especially since immigrating because when I lived in South Africa 
I had all the support, I had family, I had help. So I had a lot of time. Time was something that was a lot more available to me. So my practice was something that took a lot of focus for me. And when I immigrated and I moved here, time looked very different. My practice looked very different. And I would feel extremely frustrated with myself for not being able to do the things that I used to be able to do or not be able to give it as much attention as I would like. Because here, as an immigrant, we don't have the support system that we did. And one of the biggest lessons I've learned throughout this whole journey, and it is something that I that I reflect a lot in my Instagram or in my socials and my business is that I detach from the end results. And for me, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So it is very hard to do that. It's very hard to be a yogi and not care about how great your, your, your clothes are or how beautifully you can do standing splits, or if you can touch your toes to your nose and it's been yoga has been a very interesting journey for me because I've uncovered so much more about myself and obviously that was me going in me on the other end of it I know that it's not about that at all um but it's interesting how it actually reflected my journey with Instagram and how it reflected my journey with showing up for my audience because what I initially thought people cared about and what people wanted to see was this perfectly curated life of a woman who just had it all together and was able to show you the way. When, interestingly enough, that is not what people want to see and that is not what my audience responds to. And through my journey, what I've realized is that people actually appreciate you being in the trenches with them and you validating and hearing them and extending the conversation from the mat to another platform because when people practice with you they practice with you for 30 minutes for 60 minutes for 90 minutes and then they go home they come to you to escape that home life and then they still have to go home to it so I always like to think of socials as a way of how can you extend what you are teaching on the mat and how can you support them with that in a different way and for me that is why I'm so passionate about Instagram particularly, but any social platform that you're on, because it's an opportunity for you to offer that support for them in that space when they are lying in bed and they cannot get to sleep because they've had such a stressful and hard day. If you can share a piece of content that speaks to somebody and resonates with them and helps them in some way, for me, that's everything. And that is what's worth it. Mm, yeah, so many good bite-sized pieces there. And one thing is, hello to all you um, recovering perfectionists or the <laughs> ones working, you know, like your Instagram feed, your social media, your your spelling, it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, and, you know, we are our own worst critics. So I think that you really just shared there. And I'm curious, I know that you and I really resonate in, in the why, why are we doing this? And for you, why do you think showing up on social media, especially in today's world, is an extension of our why as yoga teachers and our responsibilities as leaders? Oh, it's such a good question. So when I when I think about showing up on social media, I know that this may, so there's two reasons here. So the first one is that I'm a mom and I have my boys, I have my kids. And 
one of my biggest fears as a mother is trying to navigate my children and try keep them grounded and keep their value system aligned with what we believe at home just in terms of being good people and living your life on your terms and living your authentic purpose how do you navigate that with socials and if I can be an example to my kids about how you can actually help people with social media, how you can actually use social media to help your business, how social media does not have to be a scary dark place, that for me is probably my biggest drive. And when I look at it from a yoga teacher perspective in terms of your mission or what your inherent values are, it comes back to serving and serving for me is a word that has got so many components to it. But when I look at what true service means, true service to me means support. It means support and it means being available to somebody who needs it. I'm a firm believer in the universe and being guided to the right places at the right time. And I'm sure that a lot of your listeners may feel may resonate with that. But when I think about how things happen to me in divine timing, I, I always believe in my heart of hearts that the right person is going to see the right piece of content at the right time. So it's not about churning out millions of pieces of content that are like, come to my class, come to my class or check what I've got now or what, whatever. Like I like to work with a strategy that aligns with my business because if I cannot have a business, then I'm unable to serve people. But aside from that, I work with a strategy that is going to be serving people in the right way, that's going to be able to helping help them to learn something that is going to be able to help them to share, share something that some maybe with somebody else who needs to hear it. For me, that is the power of socials. And that is why I'm so passionate about taking the space and making it something else. Yeah, and I love what you said there too, Gabby, about the right person will see it at the right time because we're able to use our voice and speak what we feel, what we're going through. Like you said, walk through the trenches with our students and be able to share our own personal knowledge around like whatever it may be, our health, our health journey, our lifestyle, our mindset, and be able to serve our students, even if we're not on the yoga mat. So it's like, how can we create a bigger impact past the yoga mat? And in return, maybe they're like, oh, and now I want to come work with Gabby because that message hit me right when I needed it. And guess what? I went to her, her profile page and found out she's hosting a weekend workshop or whatever it may be. So it allows our voice to be heard and uh, us to have a bigger impact past just, you know, the yoga studio world and lifestyle. Yes. yes, absolutely. And I think that that is part of, um, I think that that's also a big mindset shift there because a lot of teachers, uh, for a lot of teachers, myself included, that was where it ended. That was where it was. It was like, come to my class and I will post about that. And then I will do the class and then I will repeat the cycle. And I got stuck on this hamster wheel of come to my class, teach the class, come to my class, teach the class. And nobody was coming. <laughs> nobody was coming until I realized that it's not about that. People right now, especially coming out of the pandemic, what I've discovered is that people, gone are the days where people care so much about um, what things look like. 
people are more results driven. And as a result of people being more results driven, you're seeing platforms like Instagram become more like a Google. They're becoming more like a search engine. So if you can reframe your relationship with Instagram to actually think about it as a search engine, that when somebody lands on your profile, you are actually the solution to their problem that they're having. And you are serving them with valuable content that is going to be uh, that is going to help them off the mat or maybe guide them towards the mat, then that is what true service is. That is how you are using the platform for your own personal greater good and to really serve your community. Yeah, exactly. I love how you weave it back into service because as yoga teachers, that's what we're doing. We're here to to serve. We have a mission that's bigger than ourselves. And most of the time, me speaking for myself, like teaching yoga because it changed my life. And I'm sure that you can resonate with that too. And it's like, Mm -hmm. we have such a big when something has such a big impact on us and it's like, we feel like it's our dharma, our responsibility, our, our passion to go and change the world with yoga as a marketing strategist, someone that is really good at selling in a way that it's more than like salesy. You know, I know that you have really good strategies behind that. And it's a lot of mindset. Where do you start with a yoga teacher? Who's like, yeah, but I don't like selling. It doesn't feel good where they show up online, but they don't ask for the sale. They don't ask or invite their friends and family and community to come to their class, to come Mm -hmm. to the workshop. How do they get over that part? Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to say is this, is that the reason selling feels icky or salesy to a lot of people, I think that there's two things here. So the first thing is that I'm going to say is this, is that it's a mindset shift. Okay. Because if you do your selling is serving, right? So we've spoken about that selling, serving to your community about something that they need, but the first person that you have to sell yourself on is you, because if you don't actually believe in the value of what it is that you're offering, if you don't believe that you are truly offering something that can help somebody go from A to B, then how the hell are they supposed to believe that you are the real deal? That's my first thing. And that is probably a reason why a lot of teachers are not not as forthcoming about what they are actually selling. And I believe the reason for the teachers that are selling or are showing up online, which is amazing, but the reason that it maybe feels salesy or it doesn't feel right to you or you feel pushy is because you are not delivering with value first. And my golden rule is it's an 80-20 rule that for every sale that you're asking for, you need to be delivering and over-delivering on the value that constantly reminds people on, oh my gosh, yes, I didn't even know that this was a problem that I had. Thank you for pointing that out or sharing your own personal story, like you said, Amber. So these are things that we need to think about when we think of content creation and when we think of selling, because If you are just posting to Instagram or wherever and you are constantly just saying, come to my class, come to my class, come to my class, people zone out and they don't want want to see that. And that brings me back to the point of Instagram being a search engine, people being results driven. People want help and you need to show how you help them. And when you do that, asking for a sale comes naturally. It's like, what you just said is so good because selling is service and 
for example, like anytime that I'm on my platform and I'm sharing about my life, I'm sharing the obstacle that I overcame, it always gets so much more like so much more engagement, so much more interaction than when I sell. But what I'm selling mm-hmm. is the method that got me through the breakup. They got me through getting over inviting people into my program. And so I'm always offering like how I did it. And then the invitation to come along with me. And I think that getting support is so valuable for yoga teachers who are looking to get over the mindset of like selling being sticky or showing up on Instagram and worrying like, am I doing it right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because I think that there is an there is an art and i can tell you right now that i've invested in my own coaching i've invested in mentors i've invested in programs because if i cared enough to just invest in a teacher training it makes perfect sense for me to continue that journey right and just continuously investing in yourself to to learn how to do things because for a lot of people this is not intuitive for me as a marketing person I've got 12 years of marketing experience behind me Instagram was not an intuitive platform when it came to selling when it came to um and when it when it came just to content and navigating the platform in general it's something that took a lot of time but it is something that I was intentional about. So I agree with you fully that getting support is the best thing that you can do because it can be a very lonely and frustrating journey otherwise. Totally. And it's like when we are teaching yoga, we we invested a good amount of money into becoming yoga teachers. And then there's this like afterwards we hustle and it's like, oh, I'm just scraping to get by. And there's this fear around asking or inviting people into your programs, into your offers. But when you ask yourself, like, what is the transformation? Like you said, it's the search engine. What are you giving them? Where are they going? And if we're okay with spending thousands of dollars to learn how to become a teacher, why do we fear investing? thousands of dollars into how do I make this a a successful and thriving business Mm, absolutely and that's I think that's the problem and that's what comes back to mindset is that well how serious are you about yourself right how sold are you on you as a yoga teacher because I know for me and especially as a new teacher Um, that is something that I battled with and a lot of it came with not feeling worthy enough or not feeling expert enough yet in sharing what I need to share or um, actually honing in on my unique method and what makes me a unique teacher and what I can give that somebody else can't. So those are all questions to really look at because when you can embrace those and you can understand what they are and you can move through that discomfort it makes this process of extending your service from the mat online so much easier. Yeah, and when you when you have the support of someone to help you with the mindset and also write your yoga practice to help you really start to believe in yourself, someone there to give you the structure to follow. Um, what are yeah. some like other tips that you give your students that are looking to show up online more authentically to create success in their business and life? Um, gosh, how long have we got? <laughs> no, I'm joking. So <laughs> truly, I think one of one of the biggest tips that I that I give my students is that they need to, and it's the biggest tip that I give myself, is that they need to detach from 
the they need to detach from the final result because each step that you take along this journey, there are going to be challenges, there are going to be hurdles, there are going to be things that are not going to work in your favor. And for that reason, you can easily back out and say, no, this isn't for me. Or you could say, right, so now I'm taking this opportunity and I'm learning from this. And by the way, it's easy for me to say this in hindsight, but while this is happening to me at the moment, the words in my head are not as yogic and not as elevated. But what's important is that we just have to keep moving because the result ultimately is for you to have a thriving business, doing what you love, pursuing your passion. So you have to accept that you are going to run into hurdles along the way. And you may go out there and you may create an online course and launch it and nobody's going to buy from you. That might happen. It might not, but that might happen. And that's okay because that is learning and that is what we move through. So my biggest advice would be to fail fast. Go in there, make the mistakes and just do it. Because if you are too scared to just pull the plug and to actually try, you are going to be held back your entire life. And there is always going to be an excuse not to start. So when you've got that clarity and you think and you've gone deep and you've asked those questions why do I want to serve who am I as a yoga teacher really getting clear on your values and your own value system so doing that groundwork that people often overlook in in business but really doing that branding groundwork then you can move forward into a space with confidence and just go for it so that is I hope that that answered your question but yes a bit of advice there it did and very well. And what I thought of when you said fail fast and the the endurance that you need to keep going and the reality that it's it's a practice, right? And so I thought to myself, when we began our yoga journey and we got on the mat, it's like, did the teacher say left or right? Inhale or exhale? You know, you're falling out of the pose, you're losing your balance. And it's like, you didn't give up. You just kept coming back to your mat and practicing it again and again. And it's the same thing that happens when we go to invite someone into our course or sell our course. This course might not work, but when you do it this way, this might work. And so it's like, really being able to have the endurance to take massive action, let it be messy, forget about perfectionism. And if it doesn't work out, if I didn't get crow pose today, I'm going to try again. And maybe next time I'll be warmer or next time I'll have more mm-hmm. shoulder strength. And, and so you learn along the way in the same way you mm-hmm. did on your yoga mat practice. It's like business is the same way and not everything that you do is going to work out. So how do you hold yourself when it doesn't? And I think that that's really the important part here is like, do it for you first, which is what I heard yes. say, like, let go of the outcome because you're doing this because your mission is so much bigger than you. So even if one person likes and reads your post, that's more than enough. And if 15 people sign up for your course, like, yes, that's great. And it really boosts your ego and it gets you like the evidence that it's working out, but you also have to be able to hold space for duality that like, It might not work out, but if you made someone smile or you helped someone sleep better at night, or you helped someone to relieve pain in their neck, like you're, you're following your heart and living out your mission and to allow that to be enough is really what I'm hearing. Absolutely. And that is, I think that is the nail on the head. That is the biggest thing because we think that our, um, not our power, but I mean, I guess that we think that our purpose lives and breathes on the mat and who comes to the mat, but it goes so far past that. 
and that's the shift. So really healing your relationship with social media and we've all, I guess, had, you know, things happen to us that we don't enjoy, maybe social bullying. Um, I, I mean, I've personally experienced that or there has been times where it's just been crickets. Nobody's, nobody's engaging or nobody's doing anything. And it's really that again, and that's why for me, detachment is such a big thing because I am not attached to each piece of content I create. I am not attached to every single thing that I see because I know that it is what I'm needing to see in that moment. It's curated, it's social media, it is what it is. So I will never give it more value than it needs to have in my life, but I am going to use it in a way that strategically serves me and my audience. Yeah, and I think what you just said, a parigraha, <laughs> not attachment, yes. let go. Yes. And I heard you say earlier too, easier said than done because I'm a yoga teacher and I'm selling on my Instagram and I go through those moments. And what do you do, Gabby, when you're sharing content, you're doing the reels, you're, you're following everything your coach tells you and people aren't following, people aren't engaging, mm. people aren't buying. How do you move through that? Like. I, I know that it hurts because I've experienced it myself, you know, and that's part of the journey, but being in this for 10 years, it's, it's not an easy, like it's always going to work out. So what do you mm. do personally, and how do you coach your clients to get through those moments where it's not quote unquote working? Mm. So I guess the thing that you have to ask yourself is what is not working? What is not working? Because if there is something that you can strategically do to make it better, we'll, I will always look for an answer or a way to make it better. And more often than not, the bigger picture, the bigger, the bigger picture or the things that I am actually focusing on are not actually the real problem. So if you, if you have a look, for example, I get a lot of people that come to me and they say, my reels are so low, they don't work, or Instagram just doesn't work for me, or nobody's buying my stuff. You have to just take that step back and look and say, well, what, what is it in the grand scheme of things? Like what car, what, what part is this playing in my overall business? Was it one post? Was it one post that didn't get as many likes or was it one post that didn't get as many views? If that's the case, that's okay. Because for me, it comes back to flirting fast. Like I am learning things each and every single day. I don't look at anything as a failure because I know that it's moving me forward to where I need to be and I need to pivot and I need to just move with the times because that is just the nature of this beast. That's the nature of Instagram. That's the nature of social media. If you are going to look at every single thing that you do as not enough or wrong, we're coming from a place of lack. And if you are saying to yourself, I don't have enough followers, I don't, I'm not getting any followers, you are holding that you are not holding space for the right people to come to you. I am a really energetic person and I believe wholeheartedly that when you shift your mindset from the scarcity of not having enough and I'm doing everything wrong and this just doesn't work for me to I'm holding space for the right people to come. Every mistake is a learning opportunity. It changes your relationship and it changes the way that you can create and move forward for next time. So you've just got to keep, you've just got to keep going. That's really the only answer. You've got to learn from it, put the ego aside and move forward. 
Mm. I love what you said. Failure is just learning. <laughs> I sound it. You can tell I'm a mom, but that's, that's really it. We do, we do bedtime affirmations. And one of the ones that we say is every mistake I make is an opportunity for me to learn. And it is something that I live and breathe by now. And that is why when something doesn't perform as well on Instagram, or if I've got low story views, or if, um, yeah, things that are out of my control, I have to let go and I have to learn from it. And that is what makes it better next time because it is forever changing. It is fluid. And just when you think you've worked something out, Instagram will always roll out a new feature. So you have to have that mindset if you're going to use the platform. Yeah, that's right. Be ready for change. And I I think the social media world, um, even in our world now, 2022, it's like we we're we're preparing ourselves to be adaptable. And if there's anything, you know, we can guarantee things are changing and the algorithm's always changing, the strategy is always changing, what they're choosing to push out there is always changing. And so to be able to um like, like you always sign your emails in the flow, to be able to go with the flow. And I think as a mom, it's a really good initiation, right? Because as a mom, you have to be in the flow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're not in the flow, it's hard. <laughs> uh-huh. What would you yeah. say to um, a yoga teacher that was wanting to make her mission, his mission more than just in a studio, but really show up online? How would you invite them to start showing up online say for example instagram because i know that's like your jam and where you show up the most like where would you invite them to start uh it's for me it is honestly a no-brainer because i know a lot of people like we've said social media a lot of it is curated and there is this um for a lot of yoga teachers my students included they always say it doesn't feel authentic it doesn't feel like it's me and i just don't want to be one of those people Um, like an insta yogi and for me the easiest place to start showing up as you who you are is your stories stories are the easiest way to get comfortable in front of a camera it's the easiest way for you to let go of canva and let go of things being beautiful and having to look a certain way it's a way to humanize you away from being the yoga teacher and away from being the expert to actually being a person that people can connect with on different levels. It's a way for you to engage with your audience and to have meaningful conversations, to build relationships in the DMs. Stories are so powerful. And if you are not using them or if you are struggling to show up on Instagram or you're feeling really just done with it, frustrated with it, stories for me work every time and it is like your training wheels for everything else so and it's video video on instagram that is something that is just they are pushing big time so i would definitely say stories to start and move into reels when you're ready I love that. Start with stories. And it's, it, it is, it's, it's a way to show people into our world and into our lives, right? Mm, absolutely. And I think one thing as um, if we're talking about selling again, is that as a yoga teacher, people, you, you, you also have to realize is that you're selling a lifestyle. And that doesn't mean that you're a tree hugger and you are only drinking water from a fresh flowing river. Like, no, you're a human being 
you make mistakes, you have got busy lives, maybe you've got another job, maybe you are a, um, you know, maybe you're working in a high powered corporate environment, or maybe you're a stay at home parent. The point being is that people want to see that you've got to sell the lifestyle, you've got to share what it is, because in sharing that, it shows your audience what is possible for them too. She's a yoga teacher and she makes mistakes and she's still okay. Or she's a yoga teacher and she's got a beautiful balance between a corporate life and a personal practice and she manages her stress. These are things that you need to be able to communicate and share with people. Yep, exactly. And be able to put put yourself out there and let people, people get to know you. Mm, absolutely. Thank you so much for being here, Gabby. And I'm, I'm sure the listeners are going to want to come and find you where. Um, let us know. I'll put it into the show notes, but just drop in some ways in which that listeners can connect to you. Oh, amazing. So you can come find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out a lot of the time at the Content Yogi. And you can check out, I will have a link to my free content calendar in my bio. Um, and also what I have got coming up, I'm trying to think, I do have, uh, if you are struggling with content and you do find showing up on Instagram difficult, this content calendar will help you get started. So definitely go check it out. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else, Amber, my brain's just hit a total blank as it does. But, oh yes, that was it, sorry. Um, what I would also say is that if you are new and you're dropping in, send me a DM. And if you wanna get more information on more Instagram training tips, if you want to learn more about um, any offers that I've got coming up and get discounts, join my close friends group because that is where all the good stuff happens and that is where my Instagram besties are. So check it out. Mm, yes, thank you so much for being here, Gabby. And thank you for reminding me that pregnancy brain does not end. It goes no, into sorry. <laughs> exactly sorry about that but yes no, if I don't it. have oh yeah but anyway it's all good all good things I remember eventually it doesn't go away though so good luck for that <laughs> yeah I was I've been reminded that from my fellow mothers around I'm like mom brain isn't gonna happen to me those of you listening that are moms you get it if you don't you don't <laughs> um <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Gabby and listeners. Thank you for being here. If you're feeling into sharing this with anyone, tag Gabby, tag Amber, put it on your social, send us DMs, connect with us. Let's make this social. Don't be a silent follower, connect, relate, ask questions. We are here to support you and ready to grow with you. Remember the most important long-lasting, powerful relationship you will ever have is the one with yourself. So nourish it. Do something for you today. And I want to thank you. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to this podcast. It's an honor to know that people are listening and gaining value while generating their own insights. For more actionable tools and practices, head over to my Facebook group, www.facebook.com slash groups slash yoga for inner peace to learn more practices that you can put into your toolbox to reduce stress, 
build confidence, and create a community of other women who are like you, wanting to better their lives, to better their communities. Thank you again for being here, and if you're on social, post a photo of you listening to this and tag me, Amber Hackberg, so we can hang out online and continue growing this relationship, first from the inside and then from the outside. I'll see you on the next episode.